0: All right. It's Friday, so we're going to have some fun here on second down. But we do have some important things to get to, some important discussions to dive into for our people sneaking out of the office at 2 o'clock on a Friday to hit a happy hour before it gets going. Respect. I don't want this to sound like I'm out here criticizing. No, not at all. I am actually highly encouraging you. Get the hell out of there. Run.
1: As fast as you can.
0: Leave your office. PJ and I were just reading a historical factoid that we don't know if it's true or not because we got it from one source on the internet, and Lord knows that can be devastating. But it said something about like medieval workers had about 150 days of work a year, and the rest were like either spent in church or on holidays to keep them like happy while they were working. And so, if that's the case, you currently have less holidays than a medieval worker. So, run. Get out of there. Get yep. to happy hour, but listen to us while you go there.
1: Exactly. Just make sure you have a good reason, and make sure said coworkers or bosses don't see where you're at.
0: Or let them see where you're at. Or
1: you're, yeah, sure. But, I mean, that that this is like a, a message. I feel like a good PSA. Embrace your
0: inner stone cold. Just get out of there.
1: Yeah. And not only today. Strut out. This is my thing, man. I feel like this no, is a, only on Fridays because you got
0: to come back on Monday because we need that paycheck.
1: Sure, but like this is a good entrance in, 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 a, in a solid PSA here that I've been thinking about for a while. Man, so many people don't use their time off. They just don't use it. I, I mean, I know several people in, just in my family that, they, I mean, they're just stocked up for years, like paid time off, whatever, and I'm just like, man.
0: Getting ready for that year-long vacation.
1: I guess, yeah, that's never going to happen. Use some of that. Treat yourself.
0: So anyway, for all our degenerates heading to happy hour here at two o'clock in the afternoon, we highly encourage it. Carry on, and just listen to us while you're on the way there. That being said, we've got some important postseason stuff happening this evening. A couple of local teams, University of Georgia and Georgia Southern, starting their road to Omaha this evening. Georgia Southern, of course, hosting their first ever regional. They'll be taking on UNC Greensboro. And the University go. of Georgia is up in Chapel Hill. They're going to be taking on VCU. Uh, both games are set to start at seven o'clock tonight. Both games can be watched on ESPN Plus. You do need a subscription, but I mean they have like the Disney Hulu ESP, ESPN Plus bundle that you can get. You don't need a TV subscription to ESPN. You no. just have to buy that ESPN Plus yeah subscription, and you'll be able to watch uh, some playoff baseball coming up. Playoff postseason. How do we refer to it?
1: Uh, well, I, I mean, guess
0: everything's technically postseason. So postseason baseball.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's a solid way to put it. Tournament the most, baseball. The yeah, I don't know. The most common road time. The most common thing I hear is just constantly they're on the road, to Omaha. It's the road to Omaha. Blah blah. blah. You don't really hear some regional or some regional or, baseball. Yeah, right. Regional tournament baseball.
0: So we got that coming up this evening again. Both of those are set for 7 o'clock tonight. You can watch them on ESPN. Plus, uh, also, I have a game that PJ has no idea was going to happen. That's coming up a little bit later in the show.
1: Interesting. Those are always great.
0: Yeah, we want to send you into the weekend kind of on a happy note, and we can all just all make fun of PJ together. Yeah. That's the best way to do
1: that. Yeah, no, absolutely. I am here for that. Absolutely. I'm here for the laughs, and if they come at my expense, so they be it. Who absolutely
0: cares? will. Uh, but I don't know if people are going to be laughing at you because I think they're going to be playing along in their car and going, oh, yeah, no, I don't know that either. So I think you might be okay on this one.
1: You just got to be able to laugh at yourself. But I, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll see, man. I, I'm, I'm not normally great at any of these, like, on-the-spot type of things. Perfect. but Sometimes I surprise myself, so I don't know. We'll see what it is. I
0: don't think it'll be today. Uh, great. Let's get this out of the way here <laughs> eight minutes into the show. Uh. Finals basketball, I know it's been talked about since last night all the way through this morning, all the way to right now, so we're not going to stay on it for too long. But just my thoughts as not a basketball expert, don't know that 40-16 to in the fourth quarter is sustainable for the Celtics going forward. I know they stole one at Golden State, and that's huge in a seven-game series, right? You Basically, you broke serve. Yep, yep. So I know that's a big deal. 120-108, 120, 108, the final last night. I know it's a big deal. Steph Curry played out of his mind. The rest of the Warriors were kind of meh. Right. And then the Celtics shot out of their mind from three point range. I just don't know how sustainable that formula is for the Boston Celtics going forward. If it had been like kind of reversed, where they just like kind of came out and dominated the whole game physically. And one 108 one oh eight. I'd probably have a different story, but the fact that they did it from three point range, and then the the Warriors just went ice cold in the fourth. I don't know how sustainable that is. So I still think this or the Warriors win this series, but it's a big it's a big deal. I think it went from maybe this one being done in like five, because my thought was the Warriors hold serve at home and then steal their soul, like steal a game. In Boston, and then after that, it's like okay. Well, once somebody has three games mm-hmm. in yeah, a series, it takes right. a special team to come back from that. Yeah. So I was Very thinking true. like I was thinking like five. Now I'm thinking like six or seven for the Warriors, but I still think the Warriors win the
1: series. I could see six. I could see six. Maybe maybe Boston's able to push it to a seven. Uh, I I will I will back what you say, but then again, I don't think anyone's banking on that. Like that that's something that just kind of happens. Like uh, everything has to come together for that to happen. Uh, let, let's remember also, though I'll point out, uh, like Steph Curry had like a Hall of Fame, in, insane first quarter as well. And I know it's the Golden State Warriors; they're they're viable to do that any game they step on the court. Mm-hmm. Uh, then again, you know, that was that was an insanely notable, huge first quarter from him that that kind of pushed them out to that lead. So I think we saw two things that are are very like relative and, and very. Um, uh, Unique to that game.
0: Yeah,
1: uh, I don't think either team is is probably banking on either one of those things, you know, continuing to happen moving forward. I think this is really where the series starts. Of course, Boston being able to steal a game is is fantastic. But as you said, we we were looking at things yesterday and talking about this, and I just kind of broke down, kind of, and looked at Cried. after the show.
0: Oh. What the oh. Cel?
1: Yeah, yeah, okay. no. Right. Uh, what the Celtics really had on their roster? Wait, hold on. Why are we
0: doing breakdowns after the show?
1: Uh, because we we were just we were talking about stuff during the show and whatnot. We were talking about different stuff, and you, you know, I I got to spend some more time on it after right. the show. It is what it is. I didn't even know. Like, uh, anyway. Carry on. This is rare. Uh, we don't talk about the NBA playoffs or finals this much. Oh, we've already so, spent like, way too
0: much time on it. So it
1: exactly. So
0: we got to wrap this up. Uh,
1: yeah, no, for sure. I'm trying to, but you you know, anyway, um, what I was going to say is just the Celtics looking at their roster, I don't know if they have enough to keep up with the Warriors when it comes to like, yeah, their first three or four guys are right there with the Warriors, if not maybe like in certain spots a little bit better, but you start getting into that depth and just kind of what the, what the Warriors have coming off their bench and, I I don't know if the Celtics can hold serve with that. So, yeah, I'd say Warriors in in probably six or seven, too. But I think game one was pretty unique to the series. I don't think we'll see something like that from from either team moving forward. But we'll see how the rest of it plays out. It was big to get one. I
0: got to stay. Obviously, big to to steal game one at Golden State. But I do have to get to something else here. Mark Jones last night was on the call. Right. Because ESPN has run into COVID protocol. Yep. Where a couple of their top broadcasters that they're planning on doing the series uh, had to step away, and actually last night, uh, the first time in NBA Finals history, that was an all-black TV broadcast crew to do the Finals. But Otto Porter hit some three pointers last night. If Mark Jones had automatic one more time, <laughs> I was gonna punch Kevin Thomas.
1: out That was straight
0: out of the Kevin playbook, right? For those of you who don't know, the only time I have been like within a breath of physically hitting Kevin Thomas was broadcasting a baseball game <laughs> and the last place in the order and the top two in the order were coming up in the next inning. And before we went to a commercial break, Kevin said South Georgia coming up in the top of the, whatever nine, one do up. I yeah, almost was, threw a stool at him. Yeah.
1: I, I don't blame you there.
0: Mark Jones last me. night was doing his best. Kevin Thomas automatic.
1: And even, like, one time is, like, <laughs> okay, it's kind of meme-worthy funny. No, I looked at my TV last night and said, come on, yeah. when
0: he said it, and then he said it, like, four more yeah, times. Yeah, when you
1: say it again, that's, that's when the problem comes. Like you got, no, you the problem comes
0: when it. you say it the first time.
1: You say it, no, I don't know. Like, you say it is once. Is the NBA Finals, I get DJ? it, dude, but there's room for, like, ironic kind of meme laughs, right? Not you say in it the once NBA and that's finals. fine. You say it more than that, that's enough. Like, it wasn't. It wasn't cool, man. Like, it's like being saying, homie, we're laughing at you. Oh, you did it again. Every time <laughs> <Yeah. saying that. laughs> we're laughing at you because it's like quirky and, and just not right. But I'm not going to say it again.
0: Automatic. Stop it. Yeah, it hurts, doesn't Get it? Get some help. Yeah, exactly. Thank you That very much. is
1: very cool, though. I'll, like you said, although the circumstances on which it happened is not cool yeah. and we're not happy about it, was very cool to see and very happy to see the the all black TV crew. Yeah, pretty for the much first the first time in the NBA Finals. I think pretty that's much
0: awesome. the opposite. I don't know if you have seen what the NFL lead broadcast crews look like for the upcoming season.
1: I have not dove into those yet, <laughs> but that doesn't sound Caucasian. <laughs> pretty vanilla. <laughs> literally. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No. Uh, that's-
0: uh, four words: Al Michaels, Kirk Herbstreit. That basically sums up the broadcast crews. Coming up not, not the NFL. Well, cut. Kind of, eh, yeah, no. Let's go to a break. We have to go back. We have some college football stuff to get into. I can't believe we have let this go as long as we have. We have some uniform stuff uh, to dive into.
1: That's true. Coming That's normally up here. like at the uh, forefront.
0: And we have some Braves, and I'll say Mets things, to dive into here as well. The Braves currently nine and a half games back behind the New York Metropolitans. But I think something is in the wind. You can hear it coming over the horizon. I'll tell you what it is next. This is second down on ESPN radio We're presented to you by the Uniform Source, two different locations in Savannah to take care of all of your uniform needs. We'll be right back after this. This is second down on ESPN radio. The Braves got it going yesterday in Colorado in that Rocky Mountain High, thin air beating the hell out of Cody Queens, Colorado
1: Rockies. Are they this week though? I don't know. Have you checked in with them? I'm not sure. Yeah, I'll-
0: I'll talk to them this weekend, see if. Okay. Like, obviously, it's gonna be no, but. Because they lost, but if they had won, yeah. if they had won yesterday, they would be Cody Queen's, Colorado Rockies. Very Still, true. to me. Maybe the coolest logo in Major League Baseball. The Rockies. Yeah, because they have like the mountain with the baseball flying over it. It's just nineties as hell. <laughs> yeah. And like I always thought their uniforms were super cool, regardless of what they did. They did the one where it was just their logo, like super big across, like, the black and purple uniforms. Those were always awesome. They've done kind of the vest look before. Right. So really, yeah. like... I've always liked Rockies, that. Rockies, not a great team. Got some swag to them, though. Yeah, for and sure. it's always
1: just a home run fest. Just, like, a, ballpark. a quick side note is the Colorado Rockies logo, one of the only things you can say 90s is hell about and it's actually cool?
0: No. 90s is hell is, like, that is the biggest compliment I can give anything. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. Music, movies. I don't know. Baseball uniforms. Baseball in general. Uh, I'm not sure. I'd say college football. I hear arguments for the early 2000s over the 90s, but... Right. 90s True. as hell Agreed. usually means good.
1: I don't know. We'll see. Well, we'll dive into that more later. Uh, I I don't know if I completely agree with that. Like, some music, yes. Some music was just insane. Um... I would, like you said, I'd probably go with early 2000s, really just 2000s college football, over 90s college football. All right, two words um, when it comes to music. And I'm, I'm guessing, like, with 90s baseball you're talking about, obviously that's the window where the Braves were just dominating uh, when they when their no, World not Series. No, not
0: even that. You have Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa. Yeah, and, going
1: back and forth, sure. They, yeah, I mean, those were... Blasting
0: home runs. The uniforms were better. That's back when the Marlins actually
1: wore teal. They were also just... Pumping those steroids. Exactly. Yeah, I don't know. I did there was a, a small portion in time when I was a kid that like Mark McGuire was my guy. PJ, Penn State football. Yeah, no, sure. Well, yeah, in nineteen ninety four, when they went undefeated and got robbed of a national championship <laughs> when is. I was born though. There like, is. so I didn't enjoy that. You know what I mean? I didn't live that at that time. 2000, again, two thousands college football is where I really do you know, got into it, so I, like, I feel like right. that's probably a little better.
0: i got to get into some important stuff Sorry. here. I don't know. Braves, currently nine and a half games back behind the New York Mets, but remember, that's a game better than what they started the month with. Remember, they started with the the third biggest, I guess, they the Mets, I guess I should say, started with the third biggest divisional lead in Major League Baseball divisional history yeah. as of June 1st. Right. With ten and a half games on the Braves. Down to nine and a half, so we're ch- we're chipping away there.
1: That's how, that's how we're doing this. But
0: here's where I kind of knew.
1: Little bit by little bit.
0: I've been waiting for the inevitable collapse of the New York Metropolitans.
1: It's going
0: to happen. Just, it, it's going to happen.
1: My only question, yeah, go ahead. Sorry, I don't want to make the point.
0: I've been waiting, I've been waiting, and like, I, I kind of felt like it was going to happen when they kept getting the news that their two aces were just continuously hurt. But yeah. that wasn't New York Mets enough. It has to be something weird. And then the team just collapses. Mm -hmm. Right? Francisco Lindor, their superstar, their Ronald Acuna Jr., right? Their kind of big name, gets you out to the ballpark. All the kids want to be him that are Mets fans, right? He's injured. Can you guess how Francisco Lindor, what, Kevin, over $300 million? Yeah, over 300 million dollar contract player injured himself and is now out.
1: Um no, but we've heard plenty of plenty of crazy things before. Um sadly that is not something I caught today. So my apologies there. But friend, I mean friend,
0: friend, yesterday Francisco Landor slammed his finger in his hotel door.
1: It's always the hotel.
0: And missed the game yesterday. Damn. Don't know how long he's gonna be out. They may have announced. I'm I'm trying to update the old Twitter sphere here and see if he's any updates, but as of right now, I am not seeing any. Francisco Lindor slamming his finger into a door as the Mets enter one of their toughest stretches of the season. Yeah. And the Braves enter one of their easier stretches of the season. They can Al Pacino scratch and claw for those inches in front of their face. <laughs> yeah. we could be talking about this as a turning point this true. season.
1: Very true. Uh, my, my only, like, the only caveat to that is even if the Mets start losing and, you know, start dropping these games because of these guys, um, if, if maybe more weird things happen, two things have to come together. The Mets have to start losing, and the Braves got to go – like gotta be consistent, at at very least. Um, and I think that's what I uh, listened to Kevin Thomas talking on three and out last night or yesterday. Being able to put three or four games together, that's just not something that we've seen from from the Braves. And if the Mets are gonna collapse, that that takes the Braves also being able to take advantage of it. So maybe we were, like you said, maybe we're we're at this point here where things can start coming together, and you know. Two and two can make four instead of five and six and whatever it's making right now for the Braves. But it just, it takes two, right? Yeah. It takes two to, to have that type of collapse. But Mets are going to met, as you mentioned. Mets are going to met, man. You just got to be able to He's take advantage of it. He's
0: be patient and he can't panic because the Mets are going to met. But a couple other things from this story here quickly. I want to read Francisco Lindor, Lindor's account of it. He says, I have double doors and I went to close one and didn't think the other one was going to close. They closed... At the same time, and next thing you know, I have a swollen finger. Now the next part is the most relatable part because we've all slammed our finger in things. I ran around the room for like three minutes. Yeah. You gotta run it out. Of course. Yeah. You gotta run it out.
1: Yep. No, absolutely. You hurt you
0: stub a toe. You're just like you slam shaking a finger, it's shaking it yeah. You gotta run it out.
1: Oh man. That happened to me like two days ago. You gotta run it rough. out. Yeah, of are course you, I did. Okay,
0: are you okay? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, and did you run it out?
1: Did you ever have, like, one of the worst ones to me is, like, I went to sit down, and one of the chairs, uh, it was like a... it was like In a, the ankle? It was like a desk chair. It was the back. It was the, like, heel-slash-ankle, like the back of your foot, just yeah, slamming works. against a piece of metal. Oh, that was rough. And he
0: said, I felt like but I no, had gotta my run it heart out. in that one finger.
1: <laughs> yeah, just pumping.
0: Baby. Uh, that... <laughs> That being said, uh, it looks like he's going to be okay. Uh, Buck Showalter said that he was going, or he thought about DHing him last night. Which, just relax. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm very much here for the Brian Snitker. If somebody like abs- accidentally bumps into Ronald Acuna, sit him. Yeah, <laughs> give him a couple of days off. Can't hurt. <laughs> yeah, we want we want him back for the postseason. Yeah. So Braves nine and a half games back. Uh, as I mentioned, we we even kind of talked about uniforms. A little bit earlier, we do have some uniform updates. The Falcons announced a couple days ago uh, that they are bringing back the red helmets. Now these are the OG red helmets, where they have it's red with the black Falcons logo. From I I want to say it's the the 60s version because there is a very subtle difference uh, between like the 90s version and the 60s version. But it's yeah. the 60s version of the, just the awesome Falcons logo, uh, and it has. The, stri- the black stripe down the middle, white stripe just on the outside of that, and then to appease the Georgia Tech fans, it has the gold stripe on the outside. And that's not me making a joke. That's literally why the Falcons did it, yeah. because when they first made the uniforms, Tech fans complained that they looked too much like the Bulldogs. Of course. And so they put a gold stripe on there for them. So the Falcons are going to wear that one uh, on the October 16th game against the I th- yeah, 49ers when they yes. come to Mercedes-Benz. Yeah. So all 11,000 people in Mercedes-Benz will get to uh, experience <laughs> those uniforms. <laughs> but that being said, I think they're slick because what they're going to pair them yep. with are the the black uniforms, the falcon on the sleeve, the block letters and numbers, and it's the white numbers with the red outline on them and the white pants. I think you make those the permanent home uniforms.
1: I would love I that. I think it's okay yeah. in
0: 2022 to admit you made a mistake with the other uniforms. But what I wish they would do is keep the red helmets as the home helmets. And then for the road ones, go to the 90s black helmets, black helmet, black logo, black yeah. face mask, these simple white uniforms where it was just numbers. You had a, I don't even know if they had a Falcon on the sleeve, just a Nike on the sleeve. Yeah. And you go from there. And then with the gray pants,
1: gray pants I mean, for, that, the, for the that's away. What they
0: That's what they used to rock with.
1: I would maybe switch those to, maybe white it out. Like I, I know it comes with jokes, whatever. Penn State fan, but yeah. i just I think that could be a really really clean look. Like white pants, I'm white show helmet. You a photo. I don't know, the 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 black helmet, and that's I think that would be really sick too. I I know a lot, I know a lot of times like I'll bring up the black lids, and what's funny is you'll bring up the red ones, as like no no no, no. those are those are the real cool ones. Um, and I'm thankful that they're coming back, and with the uniform choice that they're coming back with too. And no, I'm I'm with you. I I wish they would do something like that. Yeah, that is pretty clean. That is pretty clean. And, and you you see the the falcon, yeah, uh, you know, falcon head on the sleeve there too. I think that's that's pretty sick. Um, that helmet maybe the great that might be the okay, best that the might be pants. the
0: best helmet football. I'm just putting it out there.
1: Yeah, for sure. No, I'm I'm right there with you. I if they came out with that. Every week I would absolutely love that. I think a lot of Falcons are, are one of those teams that if they would just revert back to one of their retro looks permanently, it'd be perfectly fine. I, I'd be a hundred percent fine with it. It's like it's like the Rams, right? If they went back to their retro look, I'd be completely fine with it as well. A lot so, of teams. I'm yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like there's there's probably half the NFL that like their their retro quote unquote jerseys. We're the cleanest ones they've ever had, and they keep trying to come out with new stuff, and it just never works.
0: Washington Commanders might have the worst uniforms in the history of uh, professional sports, but that being said, Kevin, what are you yelling about? <laughs> or the or the Pittsburgh uh, Bumblebee uniforms, So that being said,
1: those are the best. What do you those mean? Are horrendous. Those are up there with the, uh, the crucibles.
0: All right, let's flip over to college football come because out of Athens, you've had some big time recruits uh, heading into the classic city. Arch Manning, I think, headlining that. Mm -hmm. But something has begun to pour out of Athens on social media. Sure, You, You go to the school, you get in the uniform, you take all the pictures. They've built like a throne that has an arch on it, which is that an arch for the arch at Georgia or is that an arch for Arch Manning? You be the judge. I mean, it's a throne and it has an arch on it.
1: Come on, man.
0: No, you, you tell me. Come but on. is he
1: is he the only one sitting in it or are other people sitting I mean, in it? A lot of people too. are sitting on it. That's what I'm saying.
0: That being said, right. said, sitting in it. White Georgia top.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: White pants. And the newest part, a white helmet. Mm-hmm. Now, this there. very well may just be. For recruiting purposes only because we've right. seen a lot of pictures of red pants yeah. that players the, have worn. The red out. Yeah. yeah. And looking like a big old ketchup bottle. Mm-hmm. That I had a heart, I got a panic attack about them potentially wearing that to open the season last year, but that being said. As you should have. I, out of all of them that I have seen, I don't hate this one. Yeah. Me and, But there's, there's only like one time where I'd be like, all right, wear it which is noon kick against Kent State week four. Right. September game. I think that'd still be September. September game in Athens at noon <laughs> is hot.
1: That's a lot of heat. Brother, it's yeah. hot. Yep.
0: So if you're going to wear all white for any game, I think that might be the one.
1: It makes sense for sure. It it makes sense. And you know, you know how George is with big games and wearing alternate uniforms. They don't want to do that then. No, no, no. They'd rather do that against, uh, who was that they did that with the, the blackout a few years ago? It was like oh, God. Louisiana, I believe, or something like that. I know that. they did. Anyway. It,
0: I believe they did it against Nichols State a while yeah, ago. that might have been it. Yeah. And then they did do it against one of the Louisiana schools. It might have been Monroe. So, yeah. No, so, like Kirby Smart's first year, the only game they wore it. was right. One of those. Yeah. That would
1: fall in line then. That would fall in line with kind of that theory as well. And like you said, would, would help with some of the heat. Now, I do have a question for you when it comes to this. Hit me. I am surprised to hear you say you're you're on board with it. And I, I honestly, mm-hmm. not 100% on board, mm-hmm. but like yeah. you're okay At with you it. I don't think it should be a part of the ish.
0: permanent rotation.
1: Right, for sure. And I think, I for one think it looks fantastic, but I also from, you know, a fandom that likes to keep their uniforms just oh, so one set of so uniforms. you're cool
0: with us switching I it up, it. but you want yours to stay. There. Okay.
1: No, I mean I'd love to see a Penn State alternate uniform, but I'm saying I know the uh, the rest of the 99% of the fan base would not. Yeah. Anyway, what is your hold up? Like what between these two options, between t- these two things changing, what do you think would be the biggest issue? The silver bridges going to white or the red helmet now being white for that for that alternate. Well, what do you think would be the biggest hold up for fans? And yourself. Silver britches. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of thought But that I think was there it, is but...
0: a segment of Georgia fans that are kind of over them. Yeah. They want to see red pants. They want to see black pants. They want to see white pants. They're, they're, they're kind of over the silver britches. And what's funny about it is it's not a younger segment. It's the segment that was around when Vince Dooley decided to switch it up. Right. Because remember, the year Georgia won the national championship, Herschel Walker came on the scene as a freshman wearing red pants. There have been times since then that Georgia broke out black pants. True. There's a picture of uh, Kirby Smart wearing black pants. Yeah, I think so. So I, there's a segment of Georgia fans, and it's not like young bucks out there saying, oh, alternate uniforms. It's older fans that are saying, like, basically for them, the silver britches were a gimmick that have been going on for too long. Yeah. And they want to they wanna see him go back to white pants or red pants or black pants. So I just think, kind of like with Alabama, with the gray face mask, I just think it's a touch with the uniforms that's just kind of signature. Yeah. I just think it looks I clean. I get
1: that. Yeah, I, I think it does too. I mean, I'm, I'm right there with you.
0: guess like my humble opinion that Georgia's away uniforms are the best yep. away uniforms in college football, and the only reason I say that is because technically LSU's white uniforms are home uniforms.
1: Yeah, just clean. But I, I think they're definitely like top three for me, Georgia's. I, and I'm yep. with you. The, the Silver Bridges are a big part of that. Correct. Uh, kind of the offset between those and the in the white and black numbers. I mean, the the black and red numbers on the white jersey, uh, incredibly clean. Um, so I, I understand what you mean there. I think you could also do like the white helmet with the white jersey and the silver britches. I think that would look good too. That might be pretty cool. Um, so I, I kind of figured that would be the answer, but I'm just just interested in knowing which way you were thinking.
0: Cord Hershey writes in says, "White out at night would be sweet when the black." when they black the lights and light up the stadium with red.
1: I would have to agree. I mean, like, like all white jerseys under the lights are inc- just incredibly PJ, clean. there's a school that already are. does that. Sure.
0: And we're not trying to copy Penn State.
1: A lot of schools do that now. I mean, like, Oregon does it. We've seen Utah do it. Like, there, there's a lot of schools that do whiteouts, blackouts, redouts, whatever, all these different things. Yeah. It's not just because of Penn State, but I do think two things look incredible under the lights, blackouts and whiteouts when it comes to uniforms. So I'm kind of with them, although your game with Kent State at noon, September heat, that uh, does make yeah, a lot of sense. Saying. That makes a lot of sense.
0: Wearing dark red when it's noon and it's that sun just beating down on you. It's got to be tough. Rough and then, then you get the other team to have to wear their dark colors. I'm just saying, I'm just, I'm just throwing it out there. All right. I promise you a game. We're going to embarrass PJ when we come back next right here on Second Down. Yes. All right. Time for our favorite tradition here on ESPN Radio. Embarrassing PJ Zuko.
1: Is it specifically me or just like any anybody on the shows? Does it have to be just just me? Okay, embarrassing PJ Zuko and or Kevin Thomas. Okay, that, that is pretty fun. I get that. Yeah, understandable. All right,
0: so we just wrapped up the Scripps National Spelling Bee. So you should absolutely know which way this is going to go.
1: Okay. All right. I'm actually okay. Not feeling too bad about this.
0: But if you win this one, PJ, unfortunately, you will not be walking away with $50,000 like the winner walks away with. You'll be walking away with your dignity.
1: I, I, I do enjoy having
0: that. So. And the only people you will be competing against, the folks listening in their car. So feel free to play along with us. But actually, what I'm going to do is I don't know that they're allowed to do this at the Scripps National Spelling Bee, but this is my game. <laughs> I'm gonna give you scrap paper. Wow. Okay. And let you try to write them out. That is somewhat. But of that being privilege. said, yeah. PJ, this is an audio.
1: Yeah, i do medium, have to like talk it out. I so yeah.
0: I'm still gonna need you to talk. Okay. All right. Understandable. So the right. subject matter here, because we want this kind of to be educational too. College football players you need to know for 2022.
1: Oh no. See. Okay. Never mind. All my confidence just went out the window <laughs> because like I thought these were gonna be like words. And all of these
0: guys are listed on Mel Kuyper's big board for the 2023 NFL Draft. That's a big old board. It is a big, big board. Okay. So we're going to start with one PJ is extremely familiar with. (sighs) Jackson, Smith, and Jigba. (laughs) Wide receiver, Ohio State. Arguably the best player in college football outside of Will Anderson. But I think a lot of people, if we're going mad in ratings...
1: This is the problem. Mm. Uh-oh. Okay. So, like, you could already be, I'm not going to lie, I haven't seen his first name a lot. You could already be messed up there if they go with an X, you know?
0: I'm going to let you spell it all the way out, and then we're going to hit you with a burp or a, yep.
1: Okay. Jas- Jackson Smith Njigba. Yep. Njigba.
0: There's no way we're getting to all of these.
1: There's definitely, you know, what, I want to make it easy on you. Just spell his J. last last name. Yeah, 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 no. I mean, that's the thing. Uh, Jigba. So, Njigba. There's definitely there's there's a J. All
0: right, you got ten.
1: I nine. G eight.
0: Seven. A okay. Six. Go, you I'm gonna ready? go with that. Let's go.
1: Yep. Uh, d- so, are you sure I don't have to go with the first? Yeah, because there's
0: no way in hell we're gonna get through all these if you're going to take this.
1: Okay, time. Smith Injigba N J I. G B A. That is correct. Let's go.
0: P J knows that because he watched it running away from his defenders.
1: Can we stop? Can we not do this in
0: 2021? All right. Not really. Clemson defensive lion, lion, kind of lion. Defensive (laughs) lineman Brian Breesy.
1: Brian Breesy. Yep. Okay. Uh, B R I A N.
0: I'm not gonna tell you're right until you get done. (laughs)
1: Breesy. uh well i mean that's that's either one of two things just how that does he does he go with the c y the c e y or the c i e or maybe it's an s oh my gosh
0: well you got 15 uh, seconds
1: brian Breezy. i'm gonna go with b r e e c i e brian Breezy. well you got it wrong
0: on the brian because it's b R Y A N. Oh my God. B R E S E E. Big okay. time defensive lineman uh, for the Clemson Tigers. All right. What about Kayshawn Bute?
1: I just saw his name. Kayshawn Bute. Uh,
0: School of name. Origin, LSU. Yes. Wide receiver. Dude does nothing but catch touchdowns.
1: Oh no. Yeah. Okay. So first and last name?
0: Just give me his last name.
1: Uh, Bute. 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 B. O U T
0: A E BOUTE You were so close. B O U T T E
1: Man, okay. That's a, that's First an interesting. First name K
0: A Y S H O N. All right, you should be very familiar I with this guy. He uh, plays offensive tackle in the Big 10. Peter, yeah, you right. Skoronski. Skoronski.
1: Does he play for Iowa?
0: Plays for Northwestern. Okay. The Fighting Pat Fitzgeralds.
1: Close. Uh, Peter Skoronski, you yeah. said. Yeah. Uh, Skoronski. 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 There's a lot of like interest. Okay, so we're gonna go with the S C H. O. R. Skoronski. I'm just gonna go ahead and burn you. O S K I. Skoronski. S K. There's a K. Yeah, S K
0: okay. O R O N S K I. Offensive of tackle with a first round grade from. So Nulliver. I was
1: I was right for you a lot close. of the last part. Yeah, those. you just messed just up on the, the second C-H letter. Yeah.
0: All right, this Dang. dude does nothing but throw for 300 yards. Tyler Van Dyke,
1: quarterback, oh, okay. Miami. T Y L E R V A N space.
0: <laughs> yep.
1: D y k e. That is correct. Okay, thank God. Tj
0: Zuko on fire. All right, what about <laughs> the fire. hero of the <laughs> he national got... championship, Keely Ringo? Oh man. Keely Ringo.
1: Oh, that's a problem. Uh, Keely Ringo. Uh gosh, that first, you never see their first names, right? Unless it's like there's like a highlight or whatever. His
0: first name is is burned into the brain pan. <laughs> of every Georgia fan out there.
1: K. Keeley Ringo. K-E-E. Gosh, dang it. That's not correct. Yeah. K. L. E. E. R. I. N. Wait, spell his first name again for me. I can't. Spell
0: his first name again <laughs> for me. Just try it.
1: Keeley? So can I change it now?
0: Yeah, spell his first name for me.
1: Now is it is it K E Y? No
0: K-E-E.
1: K-E-L-E-E
0: Ringo R I N G O.
1: So it's just one E. Well, there's three K E's. E E Ringo. Yeah, and it's one E. In well, there's, the, there's three E's sure and there's sure there's I'm saying in between the <laughs> yeah. K and the L. That's interesting. All right,
0: uh, rapid fire round. Phil Yurkovich, <laughs> just say yes or no as to whether or not you think you can spell it. Yurkovich, no. J u r k o v e c, quarterback, Boston College. What about Jameer Gibbs?
1: Uh, J-A-M-I-R.
0: That's incorrect. J-A-H-M-Y-R, Gibbs. <laughs> this right. one might be my favorite name in college football because he comes to you from wine country, little Napa Valley stuff. Wow. Zach Charbonnet.
1: Wow. Zach
0: Charbonnet, running back UCLA. You should remember him because he is the one who basically ended Ed Orgeron's time at LSU. They came off the national championship, then they went out to play UCLA and got absolutely hammered. Zach Charbonnet was running all over UCLA. Or all over LSU, excuse me.
1: Okay, last name? Just last name? or Charbonnet. Thank God. Um, Charbonnet. Charbonnet. Back with an H. -H C-H-A-R-B. B o n e e.
0: That is really close. Dang, man. There's a T at the end there. C h no. a r b o n n e t. Charbonnet. Let's end it with some local flair. Pj.
1: I'm I'm mad I was that close. Mister 50
0: anyway. yard field goal himself, Jack Podlazny. Oh man. Pod the bod, as Rocky okay. Hidalgo calls so, him.
1: yeah, of course. Uh, J a c K-P-O-D-L-E-S-S-N-Y.
0: You're putting two S's in there?
1: No. Crap. No, I didn't mean to. I swear I didn't mean to, Judge. Do it again. Do it again. P-O-D-L-E-S-N-Y. That is correct. And with a win.
0: Hey, not as embarrassing as you thought it was going to be. I could have tortured you and made you do first names too. But you know what? I felt nice going to the weekend. Let's take a quick break. We'll come back, get you ready for 3 and Out next right here on ESPN Radio. 3 and Out coming up here just in a little bit. But before we get there, PJ, today, an important holiday. National Donut Day, big dog.
1: Ooh. Man, I always, uh, <laughs> you like, you always, <laughs> you guys always <laughs> surprised me with this. PJ got so excited. Dude, I love donuts, like, every single, but I do you know, I try to stay away from them for, you know, my health and whatever and, you know, forever trying to lose weight. But every day someone surprises me with this because I, ne- I never really keep up with the national things, whatever. Yeah. I'm going to get one. I'm going to get one. Probably after the show. National Donut Day. Bring some back. For- are, How is there not some in the office? You are... I gotta, I'm I gotta, trying I gotta, to remember. You are no, go, and cream. Yes, love that it. That's your go-to? Absolutely.
0: I think Kevin Thomas and myself fall into the... Blueberry donut segment. I understand. It's hard to beat. There's to me, it's hard to beat just a delicious blueberry donut. Uh, we do have college baseball yeah. coming up for tonight on ESPN, Plus. Georgia taking on VCU, and of course, Georgia Southern playing host to UNC Greensboro, and then Braves baseball coming up tonight from Colorado. Three and out coming up next. We'll see everybody on Monday.